0: Terabytes is for informational and educational purposes only. Nothing on the show is
1: advice. No financial, tax, legal, or any other kind of advice. Nothing we say is an inducement to make a particular investment or follow a particular strategy. Anything you invest in is at your own risk. Do your own research and consult with professionals.
2: All right, everybody. Welcome back to another very super special episode of Terabytes. I'm very excited to have this guest on today. We've got the Subera team. Well, we've got Edison from the Subera team. He's the co-founder. We also have Rob. He's a uh, ventures associate over at Delphi Digital. And these two teams are, are very closely related. We actually saw Subera come out of the Delphi hackathon in May of last year. they have been flying relatively under the radar, um, but they're ready to make some announcements and we're going to ask them all about their product. I'm very excited about this product because, uh, you know, subscriptions and actually being able to pull transactions is not something that we've seen a whole lot of in the crypto space just because of how, uh, you know, cryptocurrency works with your control over your own assets. And so uh, there's so much business out there that revolves around subscription payments or timed payments. We're going to dive into all that stuff. Um, So I guess first and foremost, I'll, I'll lead it off with you. Uh, Edison, can you tell us about Subara? What what is the product? What problems are you solving out there in the space?
0: All right, thanks for having us. So so Subara is a recurring payments protocol. We allow people to make all kinds of repayments from things like subscription payments to to payrolls and eventually like strategies around like DeFi um, stuff. So um, our first product that is out there allows merchants to easily accept UST for recurring payments. So you can start to accept like say $10 a month for your subscription payments. And uh, we are onboarding merchants as we speak. So it is intended to be the payment infrastructure for Web 3.0 um we intend to really bring like ust to the masses allow the mass adoption of ust for different merchants on, on, on the space i mean if you are familiar with the kind of like web 2 subscriptions it is a huge opportunities things like spotify netflix are really like everywhere in the world right so everything that we can kind of like bring that narrative of like subscription payments to terra so that's what Surveyor is about yeah
2: yeah and i'd like to drill like a little bit further into that um Cause as I said, when, when I gave you the intro, that's a huge, I mean, there's a huge world of, of payments and recurring payments and subscription models. Um, But the way that I understand that UST works is I have my assets in a wallet and unless someone has my private keys, which uh, would be terrible opsec on my part, nobody else can access that. So can you talk about like, how, how does the mechanism of the actual recurring payment work with UST?
0: Yep, absolutely. So you are, you're right about the part about like, when you have like a Terra wallet, the, uh, the funds are like fully within your control. So, which means that any merchants do not have that easy access to your funds. Right. So, um, so what we, what we have built is that we created created this smart contracts that allow merchants to be able to pull transactions from your account, uh, basically on a periodical like, uh, interval. So for instance, let's say that you're trying to pay like Delphi Digital $500 a month or $1,000 a month, right? So you have to kind of like give that contract the authorization to deduct $1,000 from your account. And, um, and subsequently our automation layer will, will run behind the scenes to make sure that the charges are made on time and then the $1,000 from your account get transferred to Delphi Digital's receiver account. And just to kind of like give like users another layer of like security, we created another kind of like um like layer of like what we call like sub wallet, which is like Supera wallet. So it is essentially like a smart contract wallet that allows you to, to store UST in 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 that, and that UST is earning interest as as we speak because it an interest on Anchor protocol. So um, it is kind of like really cool because like you can use the use to pay for like subscription payments. Uh, and for instance, like let's say if you want to pay for like a ten dollars a month like subscriptions, that you just need around eight hundred or thousand dollars a month. Sorry, like eight hundred dollars or thousand dollars in zebra wallet, and that earns enough interest to cover your subscriptions fully. Um, the, the second reason is that it creates a nice separation of like of controls from the from your Terra Station wallet. Uh, to the, to, to the one that you have authorized the merchants. Because at any point of time, the merchants can only assess that sub-wallet and not your EOA wallet. So uh, by EOA, I mean your Terra Station wallet or Ledger, whatever it is. Yeah. So that's basically how Severa works in the very, like, uh, like a very short summary of yeah, things.
3: I wanted to ask you guys about, so in the event that you guys, are, if I'm understanding correctly, you guys are using and tapping into Anchor 20% Earn to kind of be able to give those reoccurring payment allotment what and if uh, are there any mechanisms there kind of protecting users with the, di- the, with the dynamic earn rate? Uh, let's say that they have an X amount of money in there mm. and that rate has gone down. What happens to the user subscription? What kind of things have been come up, came up with on the back end to kind of prevent from a user having to like manage their subscription costs in the principal amount? Uh,
0: that's a good question. So, so is not a uh, principal back, um, like payment options. Uh, what, what what I meant by that is that, like, uh, unlike Pylon, which do not touch a principle, uh, Subara basically allows anyone to subscribe to services without having that full capital in place, right? So let's take, for example, like, um, like a $10 a month subscription. And assuming that you need, like, $800 today um, to, to pay for that, like, to, to make sure that your, your interest payments can pay for that subscription. Um, in Subara, you do not need the $800. You could start off as simple as, like, $30 or $40 uh, in your account that is like, just sufficient enough to pay for your um like money recording requ- recurring payments. So um so with the kind of like anchor protocol rates that like, going to like a dynamic interest rate, it does not really affect us that much. Um I mean, yes, it's kind of like maybe it might uh cause some like, US hindrance, but it does not stop the interest rate of sorry, I mean it does not stop the payments from being able to process. So that's like quite different from, let's say, like a principal back payments, uh, which is very sensitive to, to to interest rate changes. Because like if the interest rate is lower by two percent, then the, the 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 original principal is no longer able to kind of like generate the interest to pay for the subscriptions. But that's not the case in Subara because like you can like um, I mean we basically taking every 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 dollar that is in your account. So you you do not need the full sum. Uh, you can have like a, a partial amount of like money there. Uh, which is enough to kind of like an interest rate to offset the subscriptions, uh, but you do not need the full amount, yeah. So, I hope yeah. that answers the question, yeah. Yeah,
2: yeah. It sounds like what you're saying is like you could even, uh, just do like a top up monthly whenever the subscription payments do. Is that fair to say if you wanted to do it that yes. way? Yes, yes. Yeah. You,
0: I mean, you could do that, uh, just that it's gonna be, uh, kind of, kind of like ready a pain like, in the like, ass. Yeah, it's painless <laughs> because, like, like that. I mean, the kind of like pain point that we are trying to solve, right, is that you do right. not have to go into the um uh, like the application to kind of like do it at, on a monthly basis. Um, that's basically like how we like started Subara as well. Like, we do not. I mean, we have the same pain point, right? We are trying to subscribe to services. Uh, I mean, by we, I mean my, me and my co-founder, mm-hmm. we are trying to subscribe to services, and we do not want to pay like on a monthly basis. Like, we know that like I'm I'm trying to subscribe the license and. Uh, and they have this like pay with crypto option, but what they basically give you is like a monthly, like QR code to scan it every month. And that's not quite ideal. So that's why we started to solve that problem for, for, right. for users. Yeah.
2: Now, now so there's a, there's your, a real world example here that you're using as your pilot. Uh, and that's why we got Rob here from, from Delphi digital. Uh, I think a lot of people who watch our show are familiar with Delphi, uh, with Delphi labs at least. Um, because, you know, you've got like Mars protocol, Lavana, you've got, uh, some of the other things that they've built, but I'm not sure if people are super familiar with like the research products that Delphi gives out to their subscribers or, or sells to their subscribers rather. Uh, and so it's an interesting little dynamic here. Rob, can you tell us about, uh, like what is Delphi's sort of research products and
1: what does the integration with Sabara look like from your side? Awesome. Uh, Nice to meet everyone. Uh, Yeah, so when it comes to kind of Delphi research, we're offering kind of that end-to-end research product. So whether you see kind of our like dailies that are tweeted out on a daily occasion or just really going in depth on respective protocols, we're really trying to provide like a complete view uh, from an end-to-end going across any different ecosystem, whether it be Terra um, or I'd say anything in any capacity. But one of the things that we've always seen as like a kind of a complaint is like a lot of our subscribers are crypto native and they really do not want to pay with like credit cards or anything of that sort. So we've always been looking for some form of, um, I'd say, a stream payment or just some form of a crypto native solution. Um, so that led us to uh, kind of Sabera we noticed in our hackathon last year. Um, that the team was building something completely uh, innovative, uh, especially when you think about like the UST standard. So like the initial use case of just like wrapping anchor deposits in their smart contract and just assigning with some future yield is like really uh innovative to think of. But when you think of like long term of any asset could be wrapped in and you're just focusing on just those respective like rebalances and topping offs, um and I think that's something that every single user would want to use for like our research product as well. So being able to pay with any form of yield is kind of like that long-term goal. And we just want to be able to offer uh, that to our subscribers.
2: Now from, from your perspective um, I guess I'm trying to dive a little bit more into like the user experience. If I'm trying to sell subscriptions or sell a product that needs uh, recurring payments um, if some of those accounts should like, let's say fall below the threshold of the funds needed for whatever that service is. Do I need to manually go in and sort of like kick them from my mailing list? Or uh, is there some sort of
1: like automation uh, that that's in place for this? There's uh definitely like an automation on our end, but it is something where we do provide kind of those warnings. And I'm sure Edison can kind of dive in a little bit more from like the technical standpoint of like what exactly is occurring underneath the hood. Um,
0: Alright, so um so what is under the hood is that like um so Delphi is a um I mean the way that you think about it is like how you will integrate with like Stripe or PayPal where uh there's gonna be a like a webhook to kind of like send events such as like whether a payment is successful or whether a user has cancelled the subscriptions. Uh in our case is that like every subscription data is actually stored on chain. So at any point of time the 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 merchant have the visibility of like which subscriber has to assess the platform, and um, so it's basically like a kind of like if you pay for that, you are good for one month. Uh, but in the event that users do not pay for that, we have like a like a kind of like a fallback plan. Then you say that we kind of like adopt the standard that that Stripe is doing, which is that to give users around like a grace period to to top of the transactions. Um, and within that grace period, they still get access to the platform, but they do not. Uh, uh, but they will get some like uh, kind of like. Like reminder to kind of like top up the wallet, kind of like to make the payments, uh, and if they pay for uh pay for that on time, then they'll get the uh, subscription renew for for another billing cycle. So uh, the way that we, we kind of like created this is that we are we, we know that users and merchants are very familiar with the way that Stripe and PayPal is doing like payments, uh, and we try to emulate most of the behavior of that, including that uh, all the subscription life cycles are all uh, kind of like reference from like Stripe. So in that case, it gives the, the the similar experience as what you would expect from Stripe because like you can we can handle cancellation, you can handle like expiry and uh and the that, I mean so 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 yeah so um we have the kind of features to make merchants uh like more successful in managing like subscribers uh and to make sure that they get access to the platform if if they pay on time.
4: Now how does it uh, Joseph was assuming it was principal backed and I think a lot of people assume that too because we've been talking about yield redirection for so long right and um I mean if people give to Angel Protocol they're used to that idea if people use Pylon they're used to that idea but you responded that you don't need to right like I was never very excited about that idea uh because who wants to pay you know $200 up front for for a Netflix subscription or something. I think that some people would do that, sure. And like, <laughs> yes, it might make more financial sense over the long term in some cases, but I, I didn't think anyone was gonna do that, right? So um what but you just said that, uh Edison, you said that um you would only have to have that first month in your account when you when you started the subscription. So how does that work on the back end? Uh do I have to give away some kind of rights in my wallet or expose myself to I don't know, is there some custodian thing involved? Like, what's the technical way that that subscription keeps going?
0: Um, Yeah, so, like, the the way that you kind of, like, think about this is that very similar to how you would uh, conceptualize, like, the PayPal account or your checking account in your bank. So you just have to top up just enough to keep that subscription going. And, uh, I mean, and it's totally up to you, right? I mean, if you're very used to that kind of, like, principal back payments on... Uh, and let's say like um like or like pylon or or maybe like other protocols. Then you could kind of like top up just like more than enough so that your interest every month can cover first subscriptions. Uh, but the difference between us and like say Pylon is that we do not make that compulsory because we we acknowledge that there are going to be some merchants with uh, higher ticket items. Like for example, Delphi, right? Uh, I mean one of their plans go for a thousand dollars a month. So if you want to make that like fully principal back, you need to have around like, eighty thousand dollars into Delphi in in uh in, in Supera. and that's not something that most users can afford. So uh, another thing is just like go like become even more crazy for like even larger things. Like for example, like basically how every DAO would actually pay for like their own team members. If you're paying like ten thousand dollars to like a team member, then you would need. Like um, eight hundred thousand dollars on a super and you get a drift, right? If you have like ten people, it's really not sustainable at all. So right. we are trying to solve for that problem. Uh, to give users that security, we have like a like a smart wallet that basically is a layer between um, like the subscription contracts and your EOA. So like for some reason, if you have like, kind of, like a life-changing uh, amount of money that you do not want to put in Subara for some instance because like, you're afraid that if you just keep that going and you forget to the cancel, then it will basically drain your whole funds uh, over time, of course. Uh, then you have the option to kind of like put some money into Anchor, uh, buy your own wallet, and then also use Subara at the same time to subscribe to services that you use. Uh, so we are all about flexibility because we think that we are a protocol trying to solve for recurring payments in general.
4: So, so you have a smart wallet, intermediary wallet, like a wallet specific to my Subera subscriptions that I fund, but that I still control somehow?
0: Yes, you are yeah. fully in control of your smart wallet. Right. Yeah. Uh, and it's not just like one sub wallet for one subscription. You can have one sub wallet for multiple subscriptions. And you can also make things like uh, recurring payments to a lot of addresses through the sub wallet. Okay.
2: Uh, not to go too far off the rails and too far into the future, but it does seem like uh very similar to like almost uh, a credit card account or something. Do you guys ever look into something like that where, I mean, obviously it's not a hundred percent permissionless, but like subprime lending or, or credit lending to somebody who can kind of come back and make the payment on the card or on that account. Is that something that you see in the future?
0: Uh, yeah, definitely. Um, so, like the way that it works today is that it's very similar to like a direct debit card, right? So it's like your Apple card per se, because you have to top up. Sorry, I mean Apple card is a credit card, but um, but I mean you get a, you get the idea of like a like a bank account debit card that you just put money and if you don't have enough money, then you basically can't pay for things. Uh, in the long term, we think that like for subscription for subscriptions to really work, um, we need the kind of like credit primitives that are going on behind the scenes. Uh, so we are actively looking into our next version of the product, which means that we will kind of bring elements of like collateralized lending and uh, to basically allow users to draw beyond uh, their available balance. I, I mean, that's provided if they have some kind of like, collateral behind, it. like for example, like some Luna or maybe some other protocol tokens. Uh, but that's not like in our version one, which we have like on the mainnet. On our mainnet today, it's like a debit card model because like. It will only cover the funds that you have in that wallet, and not um, give you credits in that sense.
2: Right, and I think it lends itself to like a broader conversation, I guess. Um, so I don't want to like pin the whole solving of, of credit lending on you guys, but I'm just curious when when you guys do talk about that and you think of that, do you um, do you take into consideration any of like the like for example, I think Flipside came out with like a lunatic rating or some of these other credit uh, credit score like things that have come out. I mean, is that something that you could see mm-hmm. potentially integrating into like a credit rating type thing for these uh, accounts?
0: Uh, we are actively looking into it um, because like, I mean, for us, there's like, like a few options that we can go, right? One is that maybe through uh, the credit rating, like like terminology, um, which we think that might be the future of like, uh, maybe there could be some kind of like a mechanism where we could, Kind of like underwrite the risk about giving credits to a user, uh, because like uh, we and we know that this is, a, is something that merchants really want because like the merchants did the, the I mean merchants are basically thinking about ways to reduce the churn rate and if we can kind of like give credits to the user, uh, I think it's going to create like a massive gain in subscriber accounts to um to the merchants. Uh, the other way that we are looking at is that like basically collateralized lending. So I think the the way that Mars is actually doing things is pretty cool. Uh, we are definitely looking into ways that we can kind of incorporate some of these like lending uh, markets into SuperR so that we can give credits on uh, things that are non-UST. So I wanted to talk a little bit about how,
3: I want to go on the simple side of stuff. So long-term, this wants to go to a a typical merchant who has, uh, let's say that I'm paying rent. I'm an individual, I need to pay rent. I'm trying to pay for this apartment that I'm renting out from a conglomerate. What kind of endeavors, like what kind of goals, what kind of mechanisms are you guys going to have there set in place to kind of start onboarding the, the normal kinds of businesses in the world? And why would like a traditional merchant choose to kind of do their rent payments, their payrolls? Uh, to do all that simple stuff, the, mon- the minutiae of regular payments, what kind of incentives do they have and what vehicles do you want to give them to like, onboard them to using Severa as, that, as their place to get people to pay for their bills?
0: Yeah, I mean, this is something that we have been thinking about long term uh, because for now, we are kind of like focusing on the crypto research firms like like Delphi Digital, then there's also like Benson that we're looking at. Uh, but in the long term, we do think that there's going to be a market for all this kind of real-time payment. I mean, real-world payments, right? Like rent, like the, the, the usage. Um, the benefits for merchants in that sense is that um, if merchants see the value about like a new market of people who basically have like, more crypto than cash um, and would like to pay for goods on uh, with with crypto, then they can start accepting like UST. So uh, like um and in this case then it's completely up to their own like jurisdiction uh, maybe the way that they structure their business about like they need to be able to able to accept UST as a revenue. Um for for those merchants who cannot do that, then we are actively looking to like partnership with like other off-ramp merchants. Uh, to be able to help them to offer them UST into USD in their account, uh, but that's not really like done through like a web three way. But we hope that this will be a kind of like gradual transition towards the full web three world, where we kind of like conceptualize every payment to be made on UST and it's fully on chain.
2: Yeah, and I think uh, I saw that you mentioned somewhere uh, the ability for users to automatically redirect some of their anchor protocol yields to an address. Link to your favorite crypto debit card specifically. Um, do you guys have any specific integrations that you'd like to mention? Um, I know like Alice is a big one, Cash, Outlet, Crypto.com. Is there any partnerships on the horizon with any of those guys?
0: Uh, for now, there isn't a partnership there with like, redirecting things to their protocol. Um, but what we are thinking of is that like, uh, I mean, this is not a feature that is supported at the moment, but you could redirect the, the, the UST, to an, uh, to an address, and if it so happens that that address is a exchange wallet, then it may just work. Uh, so meaning to say that if you are kind of like uh, have like some money in, in Anchor and you would like to kind of like redirect say hundred dollars a month to your favorite uh, debit card, then you can do so. Uh, in my knowledge, I think that the few exchanges that accept like UST deposits are exchanges like FTX and KuCoin. Um, so it is theoretically possible for them to to do it, but not now because right now every transfer that's being made is in AUST. So, uh, so do not attempt to transfer it at the moment. We'll 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 definitely announce when uh, this feature is ready.
2: I know that uh, you guys had uh, you're working on the scenes uh, behind the scenes for a merchant dashboard as well, and I'm I'm quite uh, interested in in hearing more about like the UX. Like if I'm a merchant again trying to sell subscriptions. Uh, what what can I expect that to look like from my end?
0: In the long term, um, we are definitely looking at Stripe as the gold standard, because like, if you go into Stripe, you're, you you see things like your subscribers count, uh, how much revenue you're getting every month, um, and the, the term rate and the uh, MRR, the kind of like statistics that really matter. So in our case is that when, uh, so we are look, working on that like, this month, so it will give like Machines like Delphi, the ability to see all the other subscribers and the revenue that they get uh, from the subscriptions. Uh, and they kind of like, uh, I mean, they can even see things like how many of them are active, how many of them are canceled. Um, so those will be available on the dashboard that we are shipping at the moment.
2: And then I guess an- another question I had uh, that's kind of in that same category. Um, do, you, do you foresee like, a way to incentivize people to continue their subscriptions, or a way to reward them—is that something that will come from Subera, or would that come more from the merchant, like a loyalty program or a, a discount to be subscribed to a certain uh, or for a certain period of time? Rather, is that something that you guys um, are looking into?
0: Mm, so, with regards to like loyalty, we have no plans to roll out like loyalty programs uh, anytime soon. Uh, but what we think that could be the draw of like keeping users on our platform and. Um, let them like, subscribe to people like Delphi they should over time is like, first of all, the ability to pay with UST, which I think, I mean, like too many people in the world, they do not have the access to credit cards or do not prefer to pay in cash. But with that like, UST, they can definitely pay for uh, subscriptions. And that's basically how we are seeing like the new subscribers of Delphi, they are like entirely new. Uh, they're not converting from credit cards at all. Um, the other reason that will really draw people in is the anchor use because like, you are kind of like getting a discount on your subscriptions because you don't have to pay the full sign. Like if you have like enough uh deposits in, you can get some discount uh through the anchor use. Or you can even like get it in full, uh, because like maybe your your interest every month can cover your subscriptions to Delphi. So that's like kind of like how we are saying it, yeah.
3: I wanted to pa- unpack a little bit about the stablecoin options. I know that Terra ecosystem is your go-to option for a house suite of UST and also the rest of the stablecoins that have been developed. What are kind of the perks of using UST specifically for subscription-based services as opposed to I don't know any other one uh, like GPT?
0: Um, yeah, this is an interesting question because like it's really dependent on like merchants and what they prefer to to accept. Uh, the way that we see is that like every merchant, I mean, there's a lot of merchants up there that receive, like, recurring payments through, like, USD um, accounts, Like, I mean, USD, like, stablecoin. So, for instance, the Delphi is one of them. Uh, you guys accept, like, $100 or $1,000 a month uh, USD um, money subscriptions. We see the same for, like, Nansen as well. So, even though Nansen is, like, technically based in Singapore, but they accept, like, subscriptions payment through USD. um, And so do other, like, um like, crypto projects such as like Coinstats Pro and like maybe like even a Coinhall as well. Uh, so we still see like USD to be the like dominant stablecoin. Uh, but of course, I think that if there's any merchants who kind like one payment in any anything other than, other than USD, um, we are happy to kind of like support that in the future. But we have not gotten so many requests for that at, at the moment.
2: And uh, this is probably obvious to our audience and to everybody on the call, but can you explain why, like Terra stablecoin specifically, I guess, versus some of the Ethereum options out there, like Tether and and Dai and all those fun ones? Uh,
0: yeah. So we we think that like in the long run, the um that the narrative of decentralized stablecoin is really um is is a is a narrative that we that we believe in because like we we know that um we've seen cases where uh, maybe some of this could be like blocked by by the by the issuer, or maybe they are printing more than they they are able to print. Uh, for us, within that, like the UST way of like uh, doing things is is great because like, on one hand you get a decentralized like stablecoin that cannot be uh, canceled by anyone, and it maintains it is packed for 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 quite a long time. Um, the second reason is that like with anchor protocol on the um, on the, on the radar, then it's it's really great for like the 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 EU, like m- mechanism because you it, it can get interest every month and pay for for your sus- subscriptions, so that's why we prefer like UST as the uh, dominant payment. But happy to kind of like, hear how like Delphi is like thinking through like UST versus uh, other stablecoins. Yeah. Yeah.
1: So just to kind of uh, jump on that, so. It's pretty clear that like centralized stable coins and some of the ones that are on like uh, other platforms or other ecosystems uh, are becoming increasingly regulated and they're restrictive and there's no choice and there's not really an option to go fully decentralized. Where like Terrors at the end of the day, and I'm sure all of your listeners know, like uh, the product is USD and then everything else is to build a- built around it to facilitate and continue to grow um, to make USD more useful and it's just a decentralized form of money. Um, So like neobanks, like the ones you listed earlier, as well as like kind of the payment facilitators like Sabera will continue to grow and unlock the UST payments utility across the globe. Um, So this continues on like that long mission of like closing that loop um, and fully like removing yourself from that traditional ecosystem. And uh, UST really like offers that path to go forward. Um, And yeah, so it's a non-custodial system complete with all the major primitives. Um, So like uh, most notably like you have Mars and Astroport that are starting to get a lot more traction. Um, and all these major primitives and a wide variety of assets across like multiple geographies. And then to have this all under like one closed loop, which that like long-term goal, um, is something that is pretty enticing uh for this type of model. I have one more question, Edison,
2: for you specifically. Um, what is that thing on the top shelf behind you?
0: <laughs> this one here. Yeah uh that's like a gundam uh like model yeah did you build it uh no i didn't so i mean it actually belongs to my wife (laughs) and i mean like when people see this they are like oh do you like uh like a gundam fan but i but i'm not a gundam fan it's like i mean that belongs to my wife
2: (laughs) (laughs) that's great that's great um pete or joseph do you guys got any other uh questions we want to cover here or,
1: or Edison or Rob, do you guys have anything else you want to share before we wrap it up? I think just, uh, again, to reiterate that, like, from, like, the integration with Sabara is essentially to make, like, our portal as flexible as possible for crypto native uh, subscribers, um, without having to go through any form of, like, credit card or fiat. Um, and just, like, leaning into a solution like, uh, Sabera, like, helps us make, uh, Delphi research portal, like, more, like, I'd say Web3 competitive, um, and just more compatible, uh, and to onboard a large position of the market itself. Um, and then one thing to kind of touch upon, uh, a previous question was a lot of the incentives, uh, that could happen. It might, it's not going to come from, as I mentioned, like the severa side, uh, it can come from like, if you're subscribing to Delphi research, um, you're starting to see like from their insights, our Delphi daily, our NFT reports, Dow reports. Um, we have this like full suite of products and plenty more to soon be announced, The information you get from that and the context that it provides you and assists you, whether you're a hobbyist or if you're like a full DeFi gen, is super helpful. And that alone from an instead of a package uh, is like pretty enticing. And then you can kind of think of like all the different breadcrumbs of like you reading reports, you going through, um, like contributing uh, to certain things, like you read all our reports for the month of uh, April. Um, there's a lot of things you can do with respective, um, I'd say, giveaways or rewards. Like we are in kind of like moving towards this Web3 crypto native future um, and the opportunities are uh,
4: boundless. So yeah. I was having obviously was, I was having a little bit of uh, trouble joining and getting my technical things working here. But uh, so maybe I missed it, but I don't think I did. Uh, you, you've you mentioned in Sabara Materials, the ability to automatically redirect some of your Anchor protocol yields to an address linked to your favorite crypto debit card. Yeah, an address linked to your f- favorite dip crypto debit card is what I want to ask about. Um, do you have any like upcoming integrations, specific like roadmap integrations uh, we should be aware of, like with, with the products we know about, like Alice and Cash and Outlet, CryptoCom, anything like that? We really want you to leak the
2: alpha on that front.
0: <laughs> um I mean that's not a feature that we have at the moment because like I mean to really get it get it done right. So let's say that if you're trying to uh integrate with like FTS or uh or, or coin, then uh what is essentially needed is that you just need a like a Terra address and a and a memo. So um so I mean this is something that there's on our on our roadmap within that it can be possible within like next month. Uh so it, it will allow you to transfer mm. like UST to that address. And if you transfer that to the address, then by definition it gets like deposited in your uh, exchange account. But do not try it right now because like right now we transfer AUST, which is right. uh, something that is not picked up by the exchanges. So we definitely announce when we have that feature ready. But we know that many people are quite excited about that uh, the kind of like uh, possibility of like leaving off anchor use for your uh, for your for your credit for your, for your favorite debit card.
4: Right, so so you're enabling these beyond just paying for subscriptions, paying for services, things like that. uh, You have a vision for Sabera that lets you do things like dollar cost average or pay yourself from yield regularly without having to go in and manually do it every week or month or whatever you do.
0: Yes, so I mean that's like how we are like seeing things uh, that are shipping up. So really, when it comes to like say. I mean, for example, let's say that you have like like hundred thousand dollars in Anchor Protocol that is like earning you around two thousand dollars a month. Then, what we kind of like want that future to be is that you can use that like maybe five hundred dollars to pay yourself on your favorite FTX account, uh, so you can redirect some of this like money on the money money basis to your FTX address, and it should be in your wallet set that you can use for spending. Um, and you can even use like thousand dollars of that to maybe like buy Luna every. A single month. So, um, like, but, and finally, you can also use it to maybe pay for your friends or maybe support your favorite like open source developers. I mean, I mean, yeah, I mean, just like we are like supporting many of these like developer toolings on Terra. Uh, so many of these like developer toolings are like they are really great and they increase productivity of like developers on um, on Terra. So for example, people like CoinHall, ApeBot Apebot, uh, and Leica. So you could even contribute to what they are building by maybe like don- donating some amount of money to, the, to them every single month. So that's what we kind of like envision Subrara to be. Uh, we envision ourselves to be like, uh, like the, the protocol that moves money, basically. So we are always like exploring innovative ways to like move money because we see that this is something that is like really popular in the web, too. And we, we just want to bring that same narrative to, to Terra chain. Because we know that this is something that is like suitable for everyday payments. Yeah, we're actually first uh, mention uh, of first mention of Leica on the cast. The same I mean. thing, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, wait, I mean, have you guys like, interviewed Leica? <laughs> uh,
2: well, we're actually quite familiar with Leica. We uh, helped sponsor some of the tooling that they're doing, so. Yeah, uh, yeah, I mean, a... you can even
0: use Subara to pay for that. <laughs> Subscribe to that. We 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 actually love that product a lot because like they yeah, are like post them for like web free. So uh, yeah, we even use them to like do all all our product developments right now.
4: Oh wow, there's a lot of things coming out from like a too. Like uh, we've we've been suggesting features. Other people have been suggesting features. We've got a couple of of devs in the chat that are suggesting features, and I think it. I think you're gonna like where it's going. Um, but anyway, uh I do have, I do want to send it back over to Rob over here. Uh so many so many things going on at Delphi. Uh what's something that you're excited about that you think uh you think people generally aren't as excited about as they should be that Delphi is doing? Hmm, that's actually a good question. So um
1: there's tons of things that we're working on at Delphi, and I think the one thing I can kind of hint at is the experience that we're pr- trying to provide. Um, when you kind of log into our portal, uh, we want it to be as customized as possible for what you're looking for, in addition to offering like, a full experience where you never have to leave it. Um, and I think that's something that a lot of teams and just different projects around the space like, like uh, work towards. But they also don't have the background or kind of like the infrastructure in place where, like, they have a labs team. Uh, They don't have a labs team. They don't have a ventures team. They do have a research product, but they don't have the other additional like product teams building and making sure that every single thing is reinforced. Going to Delphi and logging into a portal, it should be an experience. It should be similar to like if you were logging onto YouTube, where like every single thing like feeds you new content. You learn more and more. You start learning about everything that you're doing, and then again, it provides the greatest experience for you. And like all our research does help you um, with whatever your investment track is, or whether you're just like interested in the space as a whole. So the you imagine you can kind of like go, um, go out there where. Every single thing you do um, will be uh, you'll be presented the information that you need in order to be successful. And whatever you define yourself or define those goals is like su- success. And that's the kind of experience we're looking to provide. But um, that be integrating with our portfolio companies like uh, Sabera, as well as uh, from the broader vent- or the broader Delphi side of. Um, We just recently announced like Delphi Creative where we're working with um, various uh, music uh, artists and we're going forward with like helping them design their respective go to market strategies of like how do they create like an overall experience for their fans. Then you have Delphi Ventures where we're um, investing across the entire space and you have Delphi Labs, which obviously you guys are well familiar with from like the uh, Mars and Astroport, um, con- contributor side. And then what we're trying to just build in the space is just one, um, kind of hive mind that everyone will have the ability to tap into, um, whether you work at Delphi or, um, you're one of our subscribers for through insights or pro. I do have one additional question just to go
2: back, uh, to Edison, uh, something you were talking about with like some of the dollar cost averaging stuff. Um, as, as the way the product works now, or how you described it, you said you could, uh, you could basically delegate a certain amount to an account, whether it's like KuCoin or FTX. Uh, and then obviously you would have to manually sort of whatever, make your purchases. Do you see uh, on the roadmap for Subera like uh, the ability to set additional parameters on the Subara side so that I could just uh, basically like automate a swap, a native swap or an on-chain swap. And then I don't have to worry about going through the exchanges to make my DCA purchases.
0: Uh yes. Um so that's like a feature that I'm uh currently building right now with uh and and it involves like a DCA through AstroPod um directly. So this feature allows you to put money in Subra. So let's say you can put like a hundred thousand dollars in Subara and then you can uh, earn around like two thousand dollars a month. And you can set like recurring like um trades of like buying say Luna um on the exchange. And then uh, I mean on uh Basically like, through Astroport, so you could even set parameters such as like, uh, what is the maximum price that you would like to pay for that? Uh, for the, for, for for Luna, right. um, you can even set parameters like, um, how often you want you want you want to purchase it, and for other coins like, maybe like for the more exotic ones, you can even specify things like how many hops you want to make to 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 reach the destination, because like sometimes it, it will be routed through like a few. Uh, Token pairings to get the, the best rates, so you can even set all these things on uh on Sabra's side. So for us right now is that the the difficulty is that we have to get, come and get the uh, AUST every every periodic interval, so be it weekly or monthly, uh, get the AUST into a UST, so that we can use that UST to, to trade on Astroport. So in this way is that you do not need to touch your exchanges, uh, you can just like DCA through Astroport directly. Uh, so this is something that we are uh, kind of like accelerate, accelerate the rollout in the in the future. We think that this is kind of like the best kind of like use case for for Subaru, right? Because like the uh, I mean, I I basically made a tweet back in uh December that I was like this year into Astro uh, tokens uh basically every week. So I, I I actually do that every week to buy Astro tokens, um uh, because this year no, nice by with, the way yes <laughs> nice move by <laughs> so the way this year <laughs> has been uh kind of like tested to be like the, the best strategy for like uh for 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 norm, normal non people like me who do not want to time the market. So timing the market is better than timing the market. So this year is is quite a good feature to have.
2: Pulls out the um, Warren Buffett quote on us. Oh no.
0: Yes. <laughs> so like we like we always say right like, I mean like the way that we kind of, like, see every feature in Super is like it really evolved from our own needs. Like for for example, like the subscription payments, it evolved from me and my co-founder needs to to purchase like subscription payments through Nansen or Delphi Digital. Then the um the recurring payments to anyone evolved from my from, from my own needs about trying to pay team members in UST because there was a time that I missed the payments to them. So we think about it and we think that, hey, you know what? We can attribute this feature for, for every every project to use us for recurring payments. And finally for this year, it's, it's for my own needs of like buying astro tokens because I was trying to buy it and it's just so painful and you know what, let's just be it ourselves. Yeah.
2: Yeah. That's something that's huge for a lot of organizations and DAOs. And even we are very familiar with having payroll issues over in the TradFi world as Joseph laughs. Um, so wh- where do people need to go to find out more about uh, Subera, and where do people need to go to find out more about uh, Delphi and uh, some of the
1: reports that they can gain access to? Yeah, so um, to find more information about Delphi, um, take a look at some of our research. It's DelphiDigital.io, um, as well as on Twitter, it's Delphi underscore uh, digital. So those are probably the two best spots to get a little bit of an idea of what um, we're all about when it comes to the research. And then obviously our website has all the other divisions that we're working on. So and feel free to reach out to me at um, R-S-A-R-R-O-W and on Twitter. Happy to answer anything um, and yeah, provide any help where I can.
0: Yeah. And for Subara's case is that like um, all the links to our documentation and our apps are accessible throughout our landing page. So you can visit us at subra.io. Um And you can also find us on Twitter, which is uh, Sabra protocol. Uh, for me personally, is that if you want to reach me um, like through DMs or whatnot, you can reach me on Twitter at uh, Edison0SYZ. All
3: right, Joseph, you want to take us out? Uh, by take us out, what do you mean? Do I have to start singing, um, or (laughs) no, it's okay. Uh, yeah, thank you so much everyone for watching. Uh, do all the YouTube things like comment, subscribe. Uh, want to thank everyone from the Sabera team and also from Delphi Digital for taking the time out of their days to come give us their insights and give us all the alpha for their products, truly innovative things. So definitely go check out Sabera and definitely go check out Delphi Digital, pivotal groups in the entire ecosystem. So we'll see you guys uh, on the next interview.